Hey mamas, we see you doing all the things like wiping the runny noses while washing the dishes, trying to schedule the doctor's appointment and still pay attention to that conference call. And then we see you feeling all of the feelings, that sigh of relief at the end of the day when for at least 30 seconds, the house is completely quiet. The guilt you feel over the books that you didn't read or the kind words that you didn't say. We know that the collision between motherhood and mental health is a real thing and not enough people are talking about it. So come have a chat with us. Grab your favorite dinner that doesn't require you to do the dishes and take a seat on our couch. This is Takeout Sessions. Hey, hey, welcome back to Takeout Sessions. What are we eating today? Oh, Jimmy John's. (laughs) Do it and wait. No, no, it's not Jimmy John's. Where did we go? So I was in a car accident a couple weeks ago and it's not been like everything hurts and things have not been. I limped into wherever it was and then I dropped my chips and Jenna was like, you can't bend down and get those, can you? And I was like, no, no, actually I cannot. And that's where we didn't go to Jimmy John. No. What is this place that we went Jersey to? Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was delicious. It, it was. was really good. It was I actually really, got really it again good. the other day. Did you really? I did. I know. I know. Oh, that's going to make a lot of noise. I don't even know how to make that not make that noise. Oh, I can turn it off. There we go. Um, So, yeah, I think I got the chicken bacon ranch and it was really, really good. Yeah, mine was the club. I'm not sure which club it was. That's your, like, go down. It it truly is. Right? I love a good club sandwich. Oh, so delicious. So delicious. Yeah. And the jalapeno chips mm. completed our, our sweet tea situation. So that was delicious. But sorry, Jersey Mike's. Jimmy John's abandoned us, much oh. to Jenna's chagrin. I hate it. I, I just miss it so much. Because that's your place, right? It really is. Do you know, my dad said to me that Jimmy John's is his favorite sub shop. And I was like, What? what? I've never heard that. I've never heard this before. Also, there's not one anywhere close to him. And as another just slap to everyone, they're opening a Jersey Mike in their hometown, not a Jimmy and John's. Life is not fair sometimes. It's not. It's not. But at least when I get to go to Roanoke, it's there. It's true. It's true. You, I, as I was telling him, every time you traveled for work, you stopped there. And he's like, oh, I love that so much. <laughs> I could not He's not ridiculous. go. That's funny. Some people don't like it. I'm like, how do you not like it? Like that bread is amazing. The Jimmy John's is the long skinny ones, right? Yeah. They're like really long and yeah. skinny. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and their bread is really good. Their bread is really good. It's a different take on a sub, I feel like. Oh, it's so good. It so needs to come back. Good. Somebody needs to bring it back to Lynchburg. I'm very surprised that it couldn't survive here, honestly. So maybe it was just the location. Yeah, it was kind of a a terrible location for it. It's like really bad to get into, and it was kind of a sketch building. But, you know, maybe one day. Future business ventures. Our next careers will open the Jimmy John's (laughs) so we can eat it, right? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so mom brains, what is the hardest part of the day for you? Oh, mornings, hands down hands down morning. I, 
things have to go a specific way. Mm -hmm. I, we have to get up. The kids have their own routine. They always watch TV, eat breakfast. Um, and then, um, we can get ready for school. I typically have everything laid out. Lunches are already packed, but it's just hard. It's hard to get it all done. It's hard to get everybody ready. So mornings for sure. I feel like there's always an unexpected thing that pops up in morning time (laughs) that you're not. I I would probably say mornings too, whether you're getting up and getting them out or whether I'm just getting myself out and they're staying here with our sitter. It's still just such a struggle because I am such a night owl. I will stay up and I will do everything. I just enjoy. I enjoy the time after the kids go to bed, no matter what I'm doing, whether we're randomly recording a podcast like right now and they're not sleeping. I can see them on their monitors or if we're having porch time or sometimes it's folding laundry and watching my TV show, but I love that. And I will stay up way too late every single time. And then I'm (laughs) dragging in the mornings no matter what I do. So so we, we have kind of an unstated rule at our house that because I do most of the night, well, at least I think it's an unstated rule. I'm not sure AJ has caught on to this, but because <laughs> I do most of the night stuff when they're little and the night waking, that when they stop doing all of that on mornings that I can, I get to sleep in. And we got into a very interesting argument about that this week in which he was talking about how it was so terrible to have to like do all of this stuff in the morning. And I was like, welcome to parenting friend. <laughs> <It's> in- <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have been up morning- on the wall for that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's like me and the chickens and the kids and the cereal bowls. And I got to be in this meeting. And I was like, this, this is daily life. I'm not sure how, <laughs> We've had children for six years and you're just experiencing this, but okay, friend, you just, it's all right. You'll be <sighs> fine. Hmm. Men. It's all good. Uh, they're ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Coffee or tea? Oh, I mean, I can never turn out, turn down a really good sweet tea. So I would have to say and tea. We're, we're snobby about our tea too. So, oh yeah, it has to be not a nasty sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Where where do you think has the best sweet tea? <sighs> you know, come to think of it, I feel like McAdoo's has a really good sweet tea. You know, I've never had their sweet tea, so we'll have to put that mm-hmm. on our list to go back and try. <laughs> I really do. Chick-fil-A has good sweet tea. Like you cannot Chick- beat Chick-fil-A's sweet tea. Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's, I feel like, have amazing sweet tea. A lot of the other places are hit and miss uh, about how old it is, how long it's been sitting there, I feel like. Mm-hmm. My go-to, and it might just be because it's so close to my office now, is Hardee's right now. But they randomly close and won't give you your sweet tea, so that's not oh. always the given. I'm still a little bitter. Still, me too. Me too. They've they've got you twice and me at least one time. But I don't know. I I'm I'm both. I'm both. I love coffee and I love tea. I feel like they both have their place. I realized the other day mm-hmm. that I'm not sure my kid. I'm trying to get my kids to like tea as well, but also like not be addicted to sweet tea like I have been for a while. <laughs> so, but iced coffee, hot coffee, decaf coffee right now is what I'm drinking. I I just I love coffee. So it's both. 
It's both. I have to have my coffee in the mornings. Decaf. No one wants to see me on caffeinated coffee. You know this. I mean. Me and caffeine are not. It's not not always a friendly situation. But it does make for a really good story. So. It's, you know. (laughs) We We do what we can. Ironically today, some of this could go into what we're talking about with mornings. We're going to talk about the Sunday scaries, which is really funny. There's a funny story with this. I was just talking to a client and they started talking about the Sunday scaries and I totally fixed my face. If they ever listen to this, they will laugh because I don't know exactly who they are. That would be funny, wouldn't it? But I totally fixed my face and I was like, oh yeah, tell me more about that. No clue. Had no clue that this is actually something. Oh, millennials, Gen Z, I'm not even quite sure, but like somewhere in there, this probably came up, but she was talking about the Sunday scaries. And I was like, I, I fixed my face and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. No clue. But this is actually a term. It's I had described never heard of this, by the way, as the you. feeling. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. See, we're just old and we don't know what's happening, but we'll figure it out. If you tell us, we can figure it out and we can talk about it. So Sunday scaries have been described as the feeling of dread about returning to normal routine that starts plaguing us on Sunday afternoon or evening. And after that client said that to me, I started talking to my other clients about it and found out this is actually a very common thing for people to kind of get some return to real life anxiety on Sunday. And it has nothing to do with how much they like their jobs or their schools or their normal routines or anything. And I realized I have a little bit of this, like long about the time that I'm meal prepping and getting everybody's lunches together and packing the book bags and stuff. I'm like, oh man, Mondays, Mondays. Now maybe this is just reinvented way of saying like, oh crap, it's Monday. (laughs) Like we always Mm -hmm. said, but for whatever reason, we're going to talk about Sunday Scaries today. And if this is something that you've been dealing with, maybe we'll get some tips. Who knows? So. Have we experienced the Sunday scaries, even if we didn't know what they were called? Jenna. I, as I'm sitting here, I, I don't think so. Okay. I really don't. Okay. Now let's rail it in because you don't work on Mondays. So do you experience the Monday scaries for Tuesday? I, I love routine. Mm-hmm. Weekends can throw me off a lot. Yeah. So I really enjoy the knowing what I'm going to do day to Like, I don't know. I don't think so. And I okay. I may have at some point, but after, I guess it's been like, what, four years now? I was working 12s and now I'm working 10s during the week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. What about you? So... I think that I do, but I also think I, I think some of it's new for me, and I think it's a reconciliation of knowing when we have a super busy week because part mm-hmm. of me really, really enjoys like chaos, go, 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 busy, 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 mm-hmm. and part of me is so worn out from it. I am mm-hmm. 100% an extroverted introvert, and I can get myself anywhere. It might not be on time, but I can get myself anywhere. But dragging (laughs) my little herd with me is just, oh, it makes, it adds a whole other element to it, especially when you're adding in like commutes and 
How am I going to get in this weekly appointment that's got to get in? Uh, Like we've been doing allergy shots for one of my kids for this whole year and figuring that out. And they have to be on this very specific day and time and they don't offer them on Fridays, which is the easy day for me. And so, you know, just different, different things like that. If I know that we have a slam packed week and I'm trying to figure out where we're going to fit in all of the stuff that still has to get done, like washing dishes and laundry and, you know, feeding people and getting them to their appointments and maintaining (laughs) some sense of sanity. I think that's the stuff that starts to plague me a little bit on Sunday. So typically on Sunday afternoons, you will find me hiding in my bed I, I do try to take Sunday, and this is kind of how I've combated it so far, and maybe why I've survived without knowing what was going on. You will typically find me in my bed, laying on a heating pad, either reading a book or watching a dumb TV show or taking a nap. Like that, that is something that I've really tried to work in, like resting and trying not to leave so much for Sundays to get done because mm-hmm. there's a lot to think through and there's a lot to get ready for the week. And it can be overwhelming. If we are, I mean, if we're just to that point of being overwhelmed. So some things that we might end up worrying about. Child care. This has been a consistent one for me over the years. We've done done like in-home child care. We've done preschool and school. We've done someone comes to our house. Ultimately, the childcare situation ends up falling on me. And I'm the one always thinking through okay, if somebody gets sick, whether that's the sitter or us, what's our plan B? Do we have a plan B? Is there even a possibility mm-hmm. of a plan B? Or is it just all going to go very bad situations? So that, that's kind of how I struggle with childcare. Has that been something for you that you could worry about during? Um. I, I do I do stress about childcare, but I feel like I stress about it in a different way just because there's a specific routine that my kids follow every week, mm-hmm. especially during the summertime right now is, you know, they're with me Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then they go to their grandparents' house Tuesday mm-hmm. evening. Um, and that is a very love-hate relationship for me. Yeah. Um, I think a part of me dreads that. Just because I, you know, I wish I could be with them all the time, but my work schedule doesn't allow for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, childcare—it's—it's it's always been very consistent, unless they're sick. If they're sick, it—it—it it, it all goes out the window. Yeah, all of it so quickly, um, and, I, and that does stress me out. Because mm-hmm. um, then you just have to like, yeah. figure it out, figure it out, which goes into the next one, which is work. Do we ever worry about work coming up? I try to like scroll through. So when I'm getting ready for work, and this hasn't always been the case because I've done so many different jobs, but when I'm getting ready for work, I'm kind of like scrolling through my head, my schedule, and it it can be stressful depending on what you know you have coming up that day. Like I've had some really hard hitting meetings back to back to back before. And I'm like, oh, Oh, when am I going to have time? You don't have time to recover from it before you go to the next one. Those are stressful Mm-mm. days. Mm-hmm. Yours must be staffing. Working. Yours has to be staffing. Oh, it's it's. I think I, I love emergency services. It is definitely my niche. It is what I do the best in. And maybe that has been what has contributed to maybe not having so much of the Sunday scaries. 
is it's constant mm-hmm. chaos. I'm always working, walking into something different. Um, so I truly never know what a week is going to bring. It just is going to be don't. what it's going to be when you get there. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, but, but sometimes I know there's upcoming meetings and specific stressors, but it's kind of, all right, let's do this. I don't know what I'm walking into. Maybe yeah. calm. It may be the fire, but here we are. Will you experience more? I'm not even going to ask. I know you experience more stress because we talk about it when you know that it's going to be like a bunch of people on a vacation or a bunch of people are out or that you don't have people to cover shit and you have to pick up more. You therefore have Mm -hmm. to work more. Those can be more stressful situations. Absolutely. I love how all of this is stacking on each other because the next point was talking about busy schedules (laughs) and how that can in fact, I know that both of us were really struggling with the T-ball schedule because we oh. loved it and we wanted our kids to be involved in it. We wanted to go do that. But at the same time, we were trying to figure out how to pick up our kids and get across town when traffic is terrible at 530 when we work until five or later. So unrealistic. <laughs> just, it was it was terrible. But also knowing that if the game was at 630, I'm not sure that would have been any better because it still would have been like, well, now do we, when do we feed our kids? Do we feed them before or do we feed them after? Are they ever going to go mm-hmm. to bed? We have to go to school tomorrow. You know, like all of this. <sighs> that, that's the kind of busyness that stresses me out. And yes. just trying, trying to figure out where the puzzle piece is going to fit. When mm-hmm. you don't have the full picture of what you're trying to make the puzzle look like <laughs> most weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not going by a picture. We're just hoping we can find the pieces. Flying by the seat of our pants with our mom buns and our coffee in one hand and tea in the other. That is what we do. That is what we do. Oh, man. Sickness. I know we've touched on this briefly, but how does sickness stress us out? Um, sick kids is a huge trigger for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is an absolutely huge trigger for me. It is the one thing that will send me over the edge. Um, I, I can think of a lot of reason why, but, um, it's just, it, it's one of those times where you get, where you're like, how am I going to do this? How, Mm -hmm. how am I going to make it through this one? Um, it's, that's probably the first thought I have every time somebody coughs or sneezes or has a 104 temperature randomly. Um, it's like, I can't do this again. I, I can't. I can't. And you have to. There's no and choice. You, you just keep keep it moving. But sickness, that that is Jenna's limit. <laughs> it completely derails me. And for different reasons. But we have, we've had some health concerns with different kids at different times where it's like a sickness could really set them back. A sickness could bring up food triggers that they hadn't had before. A sickness could cause problems with weight gain, but really ultimately I think what it comes down to is it throws me so far back and I have such a hard time and I'm worried about, okay, is everybody going to get this? Am I going to get it too? How are we going to keep functioning? Because we still have to, there's not really in the world in which you work, there's not really forgiveness for recovering (laughs) from something. Like if you Uh get better, you have to move on with your life 
especially pre-COVID. And now I don't really think that's changed significantly. Once the fever breaks and you've been fever free, if you're not quarantined, if it's whatever, you're expected to jump right back in. And I think the mm-hmm. thing that that brings up for me is like, okay, so it doesn't matter if I have a week's worth of laundry and no food in my house because we haven't gone grocery shopping <laughs> or you know what, whatever. We, we have to get right back into it and we have to figure out the mm-hmm. job care and the working and all that stuff. So are we going to work from home? And can we both work from home? Is that even something that we can do? I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> sickness brings up a lot of fun things that we could be freaked out about on a Sunday. Yes. Yes. That, that is not, no, it, it does not. So routines. Do you oh, worry yes. about routines? Yes. Specifically, I think that kind of flows into the busy schedules with me in figuring out like, okay, where, where are all these puzzle pieces going to fit? Um, if we end up taking on an extracurricular something, how is that going to impact my ability? And lots of times you don't have, so I only work three days a week, which sounds like you should have all the time in the world to do all this other (laughs) stuff, but it's not true. You still, I mean, a good chunk of my life, I feel like is still on the back end of that. It doesn't matter if I was out of the house, I was watching something earlier, like a a reality TV show. And somebody was like, well, I think if I have to work between eight and 10 hours a day, I shouldn't have to come home and do laundry. I mean, we all want to be like that, right? But the reality is somebody has to do the laundry. (laughs) So... Even if I'm not physically taking care of my kids, first of all, I've been physically taking care of other people all day because that's what I do and walking them through ways to take care of themselves. But I still have to feed and clothe and bathe them when I get home. And even Mm -hmm. having help with that from like childcare and my husband, like it's still a large portion of that still falls on me. So if we, if I'm working on three days a week and the extracurricular thing that we're going to do ends up being one of those days that I work. Well, honey, just hang it up. We're going to have to figure it. Like, I don't even know. I don't know if we'll eat dinner that night. You literally may eat Cheez-Its and that is just how it is. <laughs> that is it's a juice box to go with your Cheez-Its. That is your serving of fruit. You have had dairy and carbohydrate. It is a complete meal. That is all we're doing. Thank you. Balance. Balance. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's what we're shooting for, right? Balance. Routines can sometimes stress me out even more. And I know, you know, like I've talked about how sometimes I can be kind of rigid with things. I like things a certain way. And granted, our mornings, Lord, they have to have a routine. It just does not go well for us if it's not there. But afternoons... We're kind of fly, fly by the seat of our pants. You are. I, I, you'll call me or I'll call you and you're like, yeah, I'm driving up the mountain. We're going to go on a hike. And I'm like, it's 630. Yeah, we picked up a pizza. It's fine. And they ate the pizza in the car. And I'm just like, I hope I can be like you when I grow up one day. <laughs> we, I, I just cannot do afternoons. I think I've, I think I've met like my quota. Yes. from work there and is I'm like, nothing right. left 
we're just going to do us. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to eat. I don't know where we're going to end up. Yeah. You are going to be in bed by 830, though. We will be back. That is where you'll be at 830. <laughs> see, see, so you still have a boundary there. You have the bookends. I do. You don't know what the chapter in between the picking up and the bookend is going to be. <laughs> But you do know how it's going to end. (laughs) Not a clue. So I I think some of that too can ease up when you have one that can survive without a nap. Mm -hmm. I know Coralie is not the most cuddly thing when she hasn't taken a nap, but she Mm -hmm. will survive. Austin Mm -hmm. didn't nap before one of our last T-ball games just because he was doing a little stinky two-year-old boy thing where I'm just not taking a nap for this three-day period of life. And he's still trying that, by the way. And we're going home and I didn't hear him and we're not in our car because we were were in a wreck. And I'm not going to get my car back until July 7th. Can we just say that that's a really long time from now? And I hope it's done then. Please, Lord. But anyway, I, I didn't hear him. And all of a sudden, Annalie's like, Cubby's asleep. It was like almost eight o'clock at night. He doesn't transfer. He was covered in nastiness from rolling around in the dirt and the grass. And it was so hot (laughs) outside. He hadn't had any dinner. And I was just like, well, all right. I do think that that gives you some more flexibility. It also might help if you don't live 45 minutes away from everything that you need to do. But I mean... Balance. <laughs> we like where we live. Our kids just fall asleep in the car sometimes. What about finances? How does that stress you out throughout the week? Or could it stress you as you're thinking on the weekend? Um, I'm kind of one of those weird people <laughs> where I have a very um, strategic way I budget. Um, and reviewing my finances is actually a stress relief for me. I will sit and go over and over and over and it just is very relaxing. (laughs) Oh, it's so weird. Homegirl literally texted me. You literally (laughs) texted me the other day and you're like, I'm like freaking out about something. And you were like, well, if it makes you feel better, I just reviewed my budget to relieve my anxiety. And I thought you were joking. I should have known better. But now, now in this moment, I realized that that was actually a serious comment and I need more coffee. (laughs) This was a very stressful week for me. It was not, it was was? not my finest week. And I don't know how many times that I do my budget on paper. I'm also one of those weird people and I have it for the entire year. Like I have every paycheck for the entire year budgeted out for everything. But I will go back and I will sit and I will review it and like re-add it and subtract it and and go through. It's really weird. I know it's odd, but it brings you it brings you a sense it, of relief. It does. It, it does. So I wouldn't say that's something that typically will be a constant stressor for me. So I just moved into a position that is, and I've never worked. Okay. That's not true. When I was a teenager and a college student, I had jobs that were like hourly and I'm not an hourly employee now, but basically it's like you get paid when you work. You do not get paid when you do not work. So you can take as many vacations as you want within limits, of course, 
but if you're out, you're not getting paid. So I think that is something that will stress mm-hmm. me out. Like for instance, this upcoming week, our babies that are out of town and trying to figure out childcare for, and I thought we had it worked out. And then AJ came and he was like, wait, what was, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you said you could do this so I could do this. And it's not like, go get my nails done. It's like, go work so we can get money. <laughs> Those are the pieces that do stress me out. And then also we, we budget for them, but for some reason I will get really nervous about large. So our County typically only collected personal property taxes at the end of the year, which is the most terrible time to collect personal property taxes. I am not advocating for you to send me my personal property taxes due for December every single year. I usually paid them way in advance to be fair. But all of a sudden this year, they started this new thing and I guess they sent notices and I probably didn't look at it. That's my bad. But they are doing it like half and half. So you have to do half in July and half in December. We've never done this before. It is brand new. I've lived in this county for, I think this is my 12th year paying personal property taxes in this county and I've never done that. And so I was just like, what? We have to have this check ready. Okay. Um, (laughs) larger bills will send me a little bit into a tailspin specifically if they're, you know, um, not expected. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. I I mean, I will, I will say money, money itself is a very stressful part of life. Um, you know, this is the first year that Gray's going to kindergarten and budgeting for that is not the funnest. It is, it, that, that is stressful. That, and that has been a stressful, mm-hmm. stressful thing the past couple months because I'm trying, you know, to go really ahead and pay it. tuition up front. And that is, that has been interesting. Yeah. It, it's those big, and I think that's another thing of just moving into new phases of life. You know, some phases are really fun to graduate out of, like diapers or needing to have naps and having to take bottles with you everywhere. And other ones are really terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're bigger now, and your stuff is more shiny and more expensive, and it's just going to continue to be that way forever. They're always going to want. <laughs> They're never going to remain Dollar Tree kids forever. Like they're going to need bigger, better things. And that can be a very, very stressful. But we've talked about all the things that completely stress us out. Let's talk about some ways that if you're experiencing Sunday scaries, you could help combat that. Mm -hmm. Just some ideas that we have. The first one I would say, and I've already talked about this, is resting on the weekends. So whether or not you are a Christian, I think that you can see scientific evidence behind the importance of taking breaks. Mm -hmm. And so for Christians, I think traditionally it was, you're supposed to rest every seventh day and that doesn't always work out in our modern lives. But I do think there's so much to be said for taking at least a chunk of time Mm -hmm. to relax or do something that you find restful and recharging on weekends and not make it just an extension of your Mm -hmm. work week if that's possible, if you're not working overtime, if you're able to disconnect from all the things that you normally do in mm-hmm. some way, shape or form. I think everybody really needs to find 
and everybody's throwing out around the word self-care, but it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, self-care for everybody is different, but it is finding that thing that recharges you. It does. And it's, it's essential. It is. It is. And self-care can be so much more than drinking a glass of wine and mm-hmm. taking a bath. That's really my big thing with the whole self-care thing is we kind of put it in this box of like, well, these are the only things you can do. Mm-hmm. And I think people can find very different things, but that kind of moves into like activities that make you feel recharged. That could be your form of self-care. Mm-hmm. You might be a crazy person and you are crazy. I'm sorry. I haven't like, <laughs> don't come at me. But if you enjoy like going for 20 mile runs in 90 degree heat, I don't know what's wrong with you. Come see me. We'll talk about it. But we'll try and get to the bottom of it. But like, I mean, that could, if that's the thing that recharges you though, do go it. for it. Go for it. You will find me. I don't care how hot it is. You will find me in the 90 degree weather wrapped up in my heating pad, hanging out on Sundays whenever I possibly can. And you might think that's crazy. So that's fine. (laughs) We all have our things. We all have our things. And also I think if you can on the way, especially if you've had a super busy week with your kids, doing something with them that you Mm -hmm. actually enjoy. So trying not to just, you know, be muddling through on the weekends when you can. And that and keep saying this, that might turn into like a snacks and movie situation, Mm -hmm. like just hanging out together on the couch, or maybe it is going on an adventure. Mm -hmm. If you're not stressed out by just throwing it all out the window and being like, Hey, we're going to the lake or the park or whatever. And we're going to spend Saturday here. And we don't, I don't care about this pile of stuff that we need to do. And you, you can come back from that and feel okay. Mm -hmm. By all means, please do. And sometimes even if that does stress you out, go do it anyway, because it's a fun, (laughs) cool experience. I think the next one is really important is um, prepping for the week. Um, yes. I You're so good at this. Meal prepping is my jam. Like I – the weeks that I don't do it, I feel out of control. <laughs> like completely out mm-hmm. of control. It just gives you a sense of readiness um, and organization. And it's a little calm to the chaos. It is a little calm to the chaos. I like that a lot. Do you know, this is just a very simple life hack that I have, I've credited our therapist, our wonderful therapist with this before, but she once told me that it is okay if you have a pizza on paper plates night, like if all you can muster is to pick up a pizza and do it on paper plates. So you literally have nothing else to do after that, which let's be real. If you have other people living in your house, especially other little people, there will be some other form of dish for you to do. (laughs) Do not worry. You will still get to wash something. But just to have that low maintenance meal. So I took that concept and I applied that to the last couple of weeks of school. We're just out of control and nobody had time to wash the dishes. And I'd come home and there was this sink full of dishes. We do not have the dishwasher. I am the dishwasher. There's not just like a toss it in thing. And I was like, I'm coming home and I'm spending literally an hour doing dishes. So I tossed the Bentco boxes that I was using for my kids for the last few weeks. And it has, I know, I know the environment, but paper plates covered with foil is their lunches. And I try and make sure that the sitter knows that their breakfast can be on very disposable things as well so that there's not a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. on days that I'm not here to deal with it as we go just to make, just to make it a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Any little hack for that. And it's not going to be like that always, but for that season of life, like from the last couple of weeks through now, it's been there. So 
that's what we're doing. I love it. I love it. One thing actually, it kind of goes along with this is I was thinking about doing for the kids next year because they're going to be going to two different schools is um, maybe getting some of those dividers to put in their closets um, and actually picking out their outfits for the entire week. Oh, yeah. Everything is laid out. Have you seen that? There's like a, you can get one of those shoe or like washcloth organizers, or I guess people, we use them for blankets. I don't know what people use them for, but what are the hanging ones? Uh And I've seen people actually do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like a slot. Yep. And they just put it all in there. Yep. And it's ready. I am absolutely thinking about doing that. That's amazing. I think that's a really good idea. 100%. And, and anything you can do to be prepared, laying out the clothes. I mean, nothing is worse than it being 10 o'clock at night. And you were like, please, Lord, can it just be over today? Like we're done. Yes. And you realize that what your kids need to wear, like they don't have any underwear or yes. something else that they need to have on their body yep. the next day. There is, there is nothing worse. And as always, I think our number mm-hmm. one tip is just find yourself a good therapist. This stuff is the stuff mm-hmm. that happens to you. Like th- these are very real world applications we've talked about today. They happen to all of us. And even if that's the only thing that's going on in your life, therapy can be awesome yeah. for everyone in any phase of life at any time. You don't have to have something big and horrible going on. It can be the everyday stuff. And just to have a safe place to go lay that out talk to somebody, get some objective opinions. It, it's amazing. There's, there's really nothing like it. There's not, there's not. I, I went to therapy yesterday and I was like, Oh, I've missed you. And our appointments are kind of weird right now. So I'm not going back for a month. And I'm like, this is going to be the longest month ever, ever. <laughs> I have got to get back in because I had to cancel last week. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> I have to schedule my next one, you know, cause there's been some changes and I just, I can tell the difference when I'm not in therapy. 100%. And I, and you will be like, I just need to tell you all of these things uh-huh. that have happened in my life. Yeah. It and, gets to that point. And sometimes, it gets to the point that it's not scary. Yeah. And sometimes sessions, they don't have to be structured. They don't have to like go deep into all of these things. Sometimes you just need to sit and just let it all out and that'll be it. Yeah about how your dishes were overflowing out of your sink and your kids were screaming and you were internally screaming and (laughs) it was a weird week. Like those are all, all 100% acceptable things. So I think that would be my top tip. Not that that is the only thing you can do. Not that you have to go to therapy, but seriously, you guys, everybody can benefit from it. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, you know, any, any other things that you have that help you through the Sunday scaries, especially since we're not super familiar with it, please send them our way and we will pass the tips along for sure. Yes. Yes, please. And anything you want to hear us talk about, send it our way. Yes. We would love to come up with new topics, especially if it's stuff that is happening and we don't know about it. So ways that you can always reach out to us are on Instagram and Facebook. You can catch us on Anchor. Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, which is the one we link the most because we're Apple people, but (laughs) we're everywhere else too. So make sure you're on our Instagram page as we post some really fun stuff there as well. And remember guys, you can do it and we are rooting for you. And we will see you next time.